Today's episode went very long. Uh, we were trying to record two episodes in one night, and uh, the first episode just became so dense and um, charged that uh, we, we needed to break this up into two episodes. So I think it's uh, pretty compelling, and I really look forward to you listening to the second part of this one next week. But I uh, just want to let you know that this one will end without full resolution, and I think it bridges really well into the, the second half uh, next week. It, it will really bring everything together. Just want to let you know. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon. I co-own the float shop with my lovely wife, Sandra. And uh, I have two kids, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And I am Gloria Morris, and I am with Float 60 Corporation, uh, two float centers in Chicago, one in Northwest Indiana. And I have two full adult children, 22 and 19, and then I have a bonus son who is going to be 10, and I also have a little fur baby, Lola. Bonus. <laughs> and this is Drew. I own New Hampshire Float in New Hampshire, and I'm married with two dogs, and that's it. Nothing special <laughs> that I know of. That's all that I know of. That's all that you know of. <laughs> Still sounds pretty special to me, Drew. And uh, Drew, how long have you been married again? Um, oh, no. Like, so I counted as like 10 years but because <laughs> I said I'm not starting over. So, But technically, it's like five years. Gotcha. Okay. It's that's interesting. Quick math in my head. Like, answer this right. Answer this right. They ask you. Yeah. I go with the longer date. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But we'll see if that keeps happening, if I keep owning a float center. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> it is taxing. It is taxing, right? It's not uh, easy. Gloria, how long have you been married? So I was married one time before for almost 10 years, and then um, I've been with my current husband for almost nine years, but we've oh, wow. only been married three years this okay. year. In fact, we got married when I was under construction with my first float center. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole story behind that, too. But, yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, it's on topic with, with tonight's episode. We're I talking mean, it, about it, our families. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's, and some people do know that kind of followed my history, and certainly my friends know, but when um, the attacks of... November 13th in Paris occurred, we were there. And we, I had just started construction at Float 60 River North. And I didn't know we were going to get engaged. Um, and then the attacks happened. And it kind of derailed his plan, oh, wow. um, obviously, because there was a, a lot of emotional things going on in, in Paris. And um, he ended up proposing the next day, which was lovely and wonderful and we feel bonded to Paris for life but mm -hmm. I always kind of connect that time of my life with starting float 60 and totally. kind of um yeah getting this this uh this experience was is was really emotional for sure wow so, gosh it, I feel like a Debbie Downer 
<laughs> you know, that, we'll see if that it becomes a theme with tonight's episode. Because, I mean, so I guess we, we should we should bring it in a little bit. So the theme of today's show is we, we're trying to pull back the veil a little bit on the behind the scenes of family, of running a business, what our families look like, what our day to day looks like in managing yeah. all these things. I mean, Drew, he's got a wife and two two fur babies. I mean, how? Oh, my gosh. I just I sympathize so much for him with almost all the work he has to put in. But <laughs> I, I, I razz. But in all seriousness, there's there's being an entrepreneur, and I really, and I've said it before, I think there's something different about being a floatrepreneur. Um, running a float center is uh, very difficult. It's way more work than I think a lot of people think it's going to be. And Absolutely. even when you think it's going to be a lot, it's still like you're in it day yeah. after day after day of doing this stuff, and new stuff keeps coming up. So anyway, we're, we're going to get into all, all of that, and I'm just kind of kind of pierce the veil a little bit for all of us. Before we get in too much, I, I do want to give a little shout out to Float Helm before we before we get going. Yesterday or last week's uh, commercial got deleted, so I'm sorry, everybody. I'm I'm going to repeat myself. I, I know I, people tell me all the time, I, the show is really cool, but the original ad reads that you do for Float Helm is why I tune in because I never repeat myself, and I'm so happy to have another original thing to talk about, which is that Float Helm has a new update where. If you're for your scheduling software, you have everybody on screen. It'll actually highlight when people are coming in together or have packages together. So now it makes it really easy for my staff to see, okay, this person is having a float and then a massage right afterwards, which normally we have to have this whole routine of, you know, at the beginning of the day, you go through and we do this little charting exercise um, to group everything up on a separate document. This puts it all onto the same screen, makes it super simple. We know that person gets a tote bag and some slippers or, you know, whatever you do at your center. If you do these kind of combinations, we, we have everything prepped right away because it's built into Float Helm now, which is just so cool. They're just doing all these additions as time goes on. That makes everything so much smoother for us. So I absolutely love that. You can see when people are grouped together, they all show up at the same time and they're part of a group. It shows up like that, too. So that's super cool. I dig it. And you want to go to floathelm.com to learn more about it but most importantly is you get that free tour and that's where they're going to get on Zoom or Skype with you and they're going to answer all the questions that you have about it and also show you every in and out of it so you'll really be able to see if this is the system that you want to use for you again floathelm.com is where you want to go <laughs> so yes uh, Gloria you you pierced the veil a little bit should we should we keep going with you <laughs> work-life sure. balance um <laughs> it's so, such a crazy balance yes and and, and man we're, we're really gonna peel it back because um and i and i think this comes up a lot and people ask me and it's changed over the years so sometimes i feel like oh god i lied to them even though it was three years ago and i told them the truth but things are different now of like do you have side jobs like blah 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 like what, what does that stuff look like so gloria you're in a very unique position i believe within the industry of that you've basically never been the boots on the ground in the business. You've decided from the get-go, I'm going to be a manager. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit about what your day-to-day -day -day has looked like and what it's looking like now? Yes. So when I first launched Float60, yes, I had the vision that I would not stop working because I was working in a job that I, I did love. I you know, stopped very briefly just to kind of launch things. And then I was right back to my technology work, which I love, right? So I'm unique in the fact that I didn't leave a job that I didn't like to kind of start this. I, I loved floating and I saw it as something that I wanted to do um, in conjunction with my life and not kind of replace one for the other. So um, it's really changed a lot because the first three years, 20 
15, end of 2015, 2016, 2017, and really 2018, I was always under construction with the three locations, oh, yes, right? Yes. So I was always building something, which is very challenging. So yes, while I wasn't boots on the ground in the studio, I was boots on the ground building Right. And very involved in the building of the three locations. So, which you have to be as a flow yeah, center. Yeah, like or, yeah. I just want people to that are listening to understand like that's a <laughs> grueling. You're not mailing it in. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not like sitting here filing my nails. I mean, <laughs> like building those three um, mm -hmm. has been very taxing and time consuming. And so when I got the third one up and running, um, which there was a lot of stress with the third one, and there still continues to be. Hmm. I um, thought, okay, when this stabilizes, I'm going to then commit to kind of going back. Because I did stop working for about a year um, just to focus on opening the two locations in the one year, which was a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, – so my job's different, and that's the way I look at it. Like, people – I think that look at it from the outside and sometimes even the staff, they don't know what it takes to run three locations from the back end, right? From running the software to running the technology to running the website to answering the phone calls that overflow to doing the books and, you know, doing all of the stuff on the back end and worrying about making sure people have paychecks, right? <laughs> that's a, that's a full-time job when you have 27 people. It's, full-time. So, um, yeah, it's been a different job. I'm not in the studio and, you know, now I'm back to work in kind of a new industry, not a new position, but a new industry. And so I'm in this like real startup mode that's very intense. Um, so yeah, my life just got totally crazy again. So, Gloria, how do you manage that, right? You're working during the day. Do you I have don't know. time? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Is, um, your, is your free time just spent dealing with float center stuff? How do, you, how do you manage the day? Are you doing it in between travel during the day? And then also, if you're doing it after your, you know, quote, unquote, nine to five, how do you fit in the family time slash social, personal time? Like, where are you finding that? So, you, you know, I'm all about building the <coughs> systems that the three locations need to be completely autonomous. So they, they have never relied on me to be operationally day-to-day -day functioning. So I don't get, I don't really get bothered at all with day-to-day -day stuff because I have a very, very competent team of people doing it. Um, but on the weekends, I do have to do things that, you know, they can't do and uh, they shouldn't have to do. So I, I really now, it used to be more, Drew, that I would kind of sp sprinkle it in throughout the day. But now I have a lot of separation with uh, the role that I'm in now. I'm, I'm very much more distant, which is not necessarily good, right? It's, it's a challenge. And um, I just continue to maintain that I have a lot of good people. But... I, I'm involved in a bunch of other stuff too, so I just find that I have to like compartmentalize and work on one thing at a time. I don't, I don't really cross over a lot, if that makes sense. So yeah, it sounds like you're disciplined enough to be able to trust the employees. Yes. To let them do what they do. Always have been that way. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I struggle heavily with that 
aspect of things for sure. Most people do for sure. Yeah. It's not easy. And then you, you know, you asked about the family and I'm fortunate because my husband also owns a business and uh, so we're very much separate in what we work on and what we do, but we have a total appreciation of late night, you know, accounting entries and late night phone calls and, you know, just, we just, we have understanding, which I think if you don't kind of both have that background, it can be very challenging, right? right? So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And the kids, do you see the kids? (laughs) What's awesome is, uh, so my daughter's 22. She lives in Arizona, which is another reason why I was able to start Float 60. Um, You know, she was, she was leaving for college. I still had my son in high school, but now they're both, she's actually graduating from college this year. He's a freshman in college. And what's amazing is even as of today, I was able to see my son because I travel for work. Um, so he just happens to live in Indianapolis. So it's awesome because I can balance that, but they have, you know, they're adults, right? So I have a little bit of a different life compared to those of if I had little kids, it would be impossible Mm -hmm. to do all of this. Right. Well, or, or just very different (laughs) at at the very least. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm curious, you know, to you, Dylan, Hmm. (laughs) it's not easy having the little ones. Right. So, so what kind of, uh, especially when they start to be more independent, it's easier when they're little babies Yes, because they can't get into trouble, but yes. You know, there, yeah, there seems to be this very particular age where like they're independent enough to just like hurt themselves or get into trouble. Like you just have to be monitoring them all the time. And so like it goes from they're just this little goo baby that can't do anything um, to it. They need your attention all the time. And then and then like Erica at three, like there can be a moment where I can slip into my email for a minute while she's in her room playing, you know, that kind of thing where um, it's just starting to happen. A little more independent free play time. Um, I do want to just say real quick, I've I've been getting over a cold and my throat is uh, coarse at the moment. So I'll probably be talking a little bit less. Have you been screaming a lot? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Lock myself in the bathroom and scream, freak out. (laughs) And I, you know, I was thinking about you too, Drew, like, I know you have two dogs, and I've seen your dogs with you on the podcast. Do they come to work with you too? No, they don't. Too crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to, but they're not. Yeah, because I used to bring Lola to the float center. Aww. Like she's been to all three uh, construction sites, and and it's hard to be away from her too. So I like. Mm. Do you struggle with that too? I mean, I know it's different, but I mean, it's That's it's a real they, thing. They need to be walked. They need to go potty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so my wife's a nurse. She works overnights. So our schedules are literally the opposite. We like mm. never see each other. Mm. And so it's a, it's a matter of just working out and we have a dog sitter. So a lot of times we rely on the dog sitter mm. and, um, yeah, a lot of times I'm shooting home. I, my float center is about 15 minutes from my house. So fairly easy to get home if i have an employee sometimes i'll shoot home and let them out take care of them real quick um but during it actually turned into a problem during the build out phase when i was never home i had my day job and then i was gone nights and weekends 
and my one dog started kind of getting nippy with the other dog and they had never done mm -hmm. that in years mm -hmm. and the energy in the house was off and things were very very difficult and yeah they're only dogs right but um no. everything was off everybody not. was off i mean it's uh, like i i can tell you before i was a dog person i thought people were crazy with their dogs but i'm the craziest one out there and i know they have they have real feelings and they right. do have behavior changes when you are not around so i mean it's hard enough that you guys work opposite shifts how does that work I mean, that's exact. It works how it sounds. It's like never see each other. Like there's Weekends. a road. Um, so we try for Sunday nights as like a date night if we can do that. And that's there's good. one. I'm in Southern New Hampshire. Like things don't stay open till midnight, right? right. And so mm -hmm. places close down. So when I used to have eight a eight p.m. floats on Sunday nights, uh, like we wouldn't even we would never do anything. And then this one restaurant opened up and stayed open till 12:30 and they just recently stopped doing that so they're closing at 11 so there's no like go out time i have to like uh, block off floats to mm -hmm. to do stuff like that and my goal this year is to do that more but yeah no it's been a grind it's been not easy and all the trouble that comes along with how you might not see like the problems you might expect from opposite schedules and like a grind of trying to open a business and mm -hmm. all that comes with all of that. I mean, it's all that and then some in, the, in that bag. So it hasn't been easy to find that balance. And when you're first starting out, you want to do so you want to do everything right. You want to whatever it takes. And that means sacrificing in my head. That's at least how I looked at it was that the only way for me to succeed was to sacrifice everything else and kind of, mm. I was very off balance and it was all about opening the float center. Mm -hmm. And now that the float center has been open for over two years, I think I need to do a better job of finding that balance because it's definitely not there. It hasn't been. And, um, I think, you know, coming into year three, I'm feeling it mm. right. And it's noticeable and it's like, okay, how long is this going on for? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Like what's the, give. Yeah. yeah, and and you know what? Even with all the struggles, when when you're first opening, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, right? it's the adrenaline. There is, and yes. I it's so I personally have never been at the same job for very long. I think my longest uh. job was three years mm. in one spot. Like it kills me to wake up and go to the same place every single day and do the same thing every single day. Mm -hmm. I need like monotony is like boredom to me. And I, I, I have ADD and I'm, I'm a jumpy what's next. Like, Whoa, right. this looks shiny. Right. And, um, I, so I've been working on another project in a completely different industry and I've been getting those like crazy feelings and adrenaline rushes yeah and yeah the excitement yeah. damn of, i can relate to that right and that <laughs> yes that the chase like is this gonna yeah. work out and i need a few breaks and i wonder if i can make it happen and now the float center it's running right and um you know i i just had uh an awesome holiday season i opened up that third tank you know, right before Which, the Which, congratulations, season. by the way. I'm right. so glad you did that for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Thank I know, goodness. Pumped. Thank you. And it's been awesome. <laughs> and 
And I'm glad I didn't get rid of my membership. And it's been good. I was I was going to ask yeah, you about that. It's been um, very helpful in allowing more availability. And um, this month, I've already broken my record for how many months or how many floats I've done in a month. And there's still a few more days left. I, wow! So cool, man. yeah, so things are like all in the upswing. But also, I'm like kind of over it. Wow. Right? Like the, I mean, go ahead. so I just, just, I, I don't have a, I don't have balance. I don't. Right. And there's, I could open up seven days a week and do floats and I'm already cleaning on the day that I have off. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I feel like lately I've been feeling like I sacrifice a lot. And it's hard to get the me time with the home time and the dog time and trying to find a a good balance where everyone's happy. And I feel like someone's always unhappy and it's hard to juggle satisfying everybody. And then as I'm trying to satisfy everyone else, every now and yeah, and then every now and then I feel like a little baby and I'm like, what about me? Yeah. Yeah. And I, Dylan, we like, I do scream. You know, we joked about that earlier. I, I, when I'm alone, sometimes I let out huge, awful screams and I cuss and I punch a pillow and I'm like, is this what my life is going to be like? Oof, oof. And I don't like it and things are going well. You know what I mean? And, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I need to find that balance. It's like, I, Gloria, I know you have something with <laughs> Right. It's like trying to find that balance. And just because things are going well with the business, which I've always wanted, doesn't necessarily mean that that's what I want for my life. Right. If that makes sense. Right. Yes. I don't want to work 18 hours a day for the rest of my right. life. I, I don't care how much money I make. Man, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I want to talk about all those things. I also kind of want to devote an episode to that. Um, to unpacking all of that and, and breaking things down. This this actually kind of reminds me of the time we talked about, actually the membership stuff, right? Like we had this whole episode, like Drew, Drew's got a question. Let's let's break it down. Yeah. Brought up some really good stuff. I think, can we devote a whole episode to this next week? Is that okay? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's, there's more <laughs> yeah. to talk about than just, um, yeah, th- I feel like this episode is a little bit of a broad episode and we can really drill down on that one because that's that's important stuff and i have a feeling there are probably more more than one listeners out there that uh could could relate in some way to that idea Um, for sure i know i can as i was listening to you i was like oh my gosh let's keep talking about the balance stuff that's involved with it um gloria you've you've shared some of that um drew you've definitely just shared some of that um i want to share a little bit about um, my work-life balance and how it's similarly, um, I think in some ways is, is similar to what you're going through. Um, and I don't mean to say that I'm in the exact same boat as you, but I think there are similarities. Um, one is now I'm like, hmm, what, what do I say for, for next week? And what do I talk about now? But, um, well, let, let me back up a little bit and talk about, um, my, my behind the scenes stuff, uh, before really drilling down. So, um, I do, um, or I did IT back in the day, <clears throat> hated it. I think I was there for five years. I knew like the whole picket fence thing was a lie, like, you know, buy a house, have a picket fence, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time I was like, but I mean, I do want credit. I do like owning a home is smart. Like I, I still went through all of those steps, which was really weird. Like 
put as much money into my 401k as possible, buy stocks, all that stuff. I was caught up in that. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> behind the scenes, my, my girls are crashing my party. Hi, baby sis. Uh, I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. The talkative one. Hello. Yeah. This is Amara. She's one year old. Amara. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello. Um, wow, she's really getting it on this. Um, she's crawling up on top of me for the listeners. Um, and here's my three year old. So Erica is also here. And there's my wife. Closet's <laughs> <laughs> so fun, Sandra. Hello. So, so this is a great microcosm of what it's like to uh, be an entrepreneur, particularly at home. Um, the family is always buzzing around. It. It's all happening while you're trying to stay focused on something. Aww. And by oh, the way, you, yes. for the listeners, you're all in a closet. The whole family. Yes. <laughs> You're recording in a closet. Oh, yes. take a screenshot. Take a I screenshot. am. I'm trying to. I was trying to enlarge it, but for some reason I can't. But that I, is uh, cl- that is so cute. <laughs> I always told myself I want to be. I want to handle it differently than the guy on. Uh, I think it was a guy doing an interview. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Doing an interview on CNN and his his oh, I know. little girl Exa- just stops into the room. That's and he, like, exactly <laughs> what I thought of. And then I see Sandra in the background too. Like right, right. Yeah. So I love it. It's so adorable. Um, but with, this is this is balance. This, this is, balance, is balance, right? This is the balance right here. And I you know what? Family. If you didn't own your own business, yeah, yes, could you get away with doing this? No, 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 no. no. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a treasure. It yep. really is. Yeah. And boy, do you have a lot of beauty in that closet. Yeah. Look at the three of those. <laughs> you are yeah. you're pretty damn lucky. They got mommy's jeans. It's great. They are Look at that. Kids. So freaking mm-hmm. cute. So sweet. Um, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to go um, get dinner together. Cool. And uh, yeah. Enjoy. Bring some tea. Sure, that sounds awesome. As long as it's just you. No. I don't know if I can do that. Okay. <laughs> might, might be a slight intermission here on the episode. <laughs> she wants to stay and talk. I love it. I love it. What's your favorite part of Daddy and Mommy running a flow center? <laughs> Podcasting. Talk, talk, yeah, talking to yeah, these strangers <laughs> on the computer. Ah. <laughs> bye. 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 They said bye too. Oh my god, that, that awesome. is too freaking cute. <laughs> so. uh... Yeah, so that's my now. That's, that's the current situation. <laughs> um, Sandra and I had been together for, I want to say, a year um, when we decided to open a float center. So that's kind of how I always do my math on how long we've been together is at about a, about uh, two years, about a year and a half, two years onto the float shops timeline, which we've been open for eight years now. Um, and uh, one year af- uh, before we had our first kid. So Erica's three, which means we got married four years ago. That is not a healthy way to remember dates, but that's how I do it. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, um, first few years were hellacious. Uh, technically, Sandra and I probably could have broken up during that time. Like it, it was absolutely brutally devastating. Hi, baby sis. I guess the doors weren't closed. Um, and I won't go into the. De- <laughs> you really want a pod, huh? Yeah. Okay, come here. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it was so difficult and. Um, you know, we're, yeah, we're, hi, 
committed to each other <laughs> and, and to the business and making it happen. Um, and we're, you know, pulled through. And then we found a much better, mm, a much different work-life balance um, where we, like, particularly when we started having kids, um, found that we were able to be home with both kids all the time. Super cool. Um, we were able to work from home. Um, <laughs> sorry, oh, I'm really multitasking here. Um, but wow, yeah, this is some of the best pod I've ever done. <laughs> um, it's real life, though, man. It certainly it is, is. Right? Um, what we found is that we weren't taking care of the business once we started having kids. Um, and mm-hmm. so the whole balance thing, like, got way too on the lopsided side of, like, um, I'm just living the retiree's lifestyle, except, you know, obviously with kids. And baby says, please don't go through my wallet right now. Baby sister. Oh. Um, so, so um, we, the, the float shop, I mean, the, the biggest tell was finances were going down. And that, yeah. that was the big thing of like, oh shit, we got to get our, excuse me, our S back together and um, be putting attention on the business more. And that's been uh, really difficult because, um, and, and this will kind of a little bit tip into the, the Drew stuff as well of that entrepreneurial spirit. Like as entrepreneurs, we don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again. We just can't thrive that way. We're not fulfilled that way. Um, I didn't We're know builders. that I was an entrepreneur like that, but you know, I started blogging and then it became the podcast and then the podcast became photography and then there's the financial modeler system and then we're doing float tank reviews. It's like, geez, what the hell? Why can't I just focus on these, these things? And, and, um, there's just always the next thing. What's the next challenge? What's the next product? Like, what does the industry need? And, um, it, it, uh, never seems to stop. (laughs) Thank you. But don't you think Dylan, you know, Andrew, and I'm in the same boat, right? (laughs) Don't you think that that lends itself to a certain profile of person, right? Yes. That can get something off the ground. The question right. is, how does that evolve and how yes. does that work in a business model, right? Because yeah. if you, and as I was listening to Drew, it was it, it's painful because I know that Drew, you would probably have more fulfillment if you did empower more people to help you and you didn't, you know, have to work as many hours, but it's difficult to do that. So, you know, it's, it's just a struggle to, uh, is she feeding you? Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so I jealous. She knows it's the family episode. She's, so she's giving some extra it. TLC. So <laughs> it was cute. just, just giving uh, dinner or something. <laughs> By his wonderful oh, wife. <laughs> I you love it. You know that Dylan made this chicken and waffle dinner, basically. Nice. Nice. So. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do think that it's it takes a certain person to start something up, and it's a certain person that can, you know, live through that vision to a point of execution, and then it might be a different type of person that keeps it going. Um, right. So it's, it is interesting because I go through the same exact thing and I wonder if we're onto something that, you know, people who are entrepreneurs, you know, is there 
some type of chase that will ever fulfill once the chase is over, right? Like, right. is there yeah. something? I don't know. I don't know the answer to it, right? Because I certainly do a million things and think, why do I want to keep doing all this stuff? Why do I want to stress <laughs> yeah. myself out? Right, stuff? yeah. Right? I mean, part and of it is, like, is this even, like, is this an unhealthy response to avoid other things? Like, am yeah. I, do I not want to be more emotionally attached? Is it... Uh, Am I scared of being by myself? Which is funny because I do love being in the float tank for 90 minutes, two hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it does bring up other questions of like, is this health? Is this a healthy instinct that fills me up? Or is this an addiction or an unhealthy instinct to, to want to do this? Or or some mix in between where there just, again, needs to be balance. Yeah. Or is it something that, you know, there's builders and then there's people who are happy not being builders. I mean, obviously right. there's all types of people's out people out there and you know, I don't I don't think one thing I do know is we should not beat ourselves up and ask ourselves if we're crazy. We just are. Right? <laughs> like our behaviors dictate where we want to be and where we're happy. So if we're happy starting new projects and Drew, I don't know what you're working on on the side, but that's probably giving you some fulfillment and that's good, right? A hundred percent. And I think that was a realization that I've had recently because um, I was speaking with someone who is kind of like a business mentor and um, she asked, you know, what's your, what will fulfill you? And I said, I don't know, but what I'm doing now didn't, doesn't make me as happy as when it was the chase and everyone was telling me it wasn't going to work. And I was out to a prove everyone wrong, B, um, do do something for myself and I actually said just like you're saying Gloria and I think I'm kind of having this realization I said oh I'd totally be open in open to selling 50% of my business let someone else be an owner operator I'll go focus a little more on this other project I'm doing I I'm a partner in that so I'm not a you know I'm already not 100% mm. fully reliable for that and in my head, I'm creating a scenario where I own two or three businesses, a little piece of each. And maybe that's my life that I'm always looking for a little bit because I'm, I know I'm driven by death, not to make this a morbid thing, but I, I experienced death at a young age and um, it's driven me to realize that we're not here for a long time. I try to seize those opportunities. If I'm going to be sitting on a couch and uh, watching TV, that makes me happy for a little bit of time. Like I, I need that time, watch a movie or something. But generally speaking, I feel like I need to be living every day to its fullest. And when I have that drive of trying to be successful at a business, that is is what makes me feel fulfilled personally. And I really enjoy that, I, or I have enjoyed that chase of trying to make something happen. And I really, I mean, I train jujitsu, I train MMA. I'm into like, tell me I can't do it. Because, you know, you can look at me and think I'm this or that, but let's go, let's go see, let's go find out. And I'm motivated enough that when people tell me that I can't do something, it definitely gives me, I put that in the back of my head in the tickler file and like, 
I'll remember that three years later. Like that's how I am. I'll, I'm mm-hmm. a, a little bit of I don't know if that's like vengeful or what, but I remember that and it drives me a little bit. And yeah. um, now I I have the successful float center in my area, and it's like now what is this right. it for the next how long? Right. And I'm definitely not that. I'm not I'm not that satisfied by what is happening now. And I think a question that you do need to ask yourself is, it, am I unsatisfied because I'm so out of balance right now? Like, is there a better balance of how I can be doing work, home, play? And if, if all that was in a better balance, would I be happy? Or is it like, it is truly just the buildup part that gets me going and I need to put a bow on this and, and move on? Great question. And I haven't been balanced to know the answer to that. So I don't know what it's like to do what I do with a healthy balance of, uh, you know, work and personal life. We're going to wrap this episode up right here and we'll pick up again next week in this conversation. Before we wrap up, I want to give some thanks, of course, you for listening today. Really appreciate your ears. I appreciate you subscribing to the show and leaving a review. I think that's the first time I've ever mentioned it. If anybody wants to leave a review of the show, it's genuinely appreciated uh, if you're digging it. And thanks to everybody supporting us on Patreon. Of course, there are different tiers that you can select that will actually help you with your float business. Um, Ten dollar tier gets you ten photos every month of somebody floating in a float tank, and um, if you're still starting out and you don't have a brick and mortar yet, this is definitely a great way to show people what floating looks like uh, without spending much money at all. And uh, if you do have a float center, it's great supplemental um, photography that you can use for all your social media marketing. Fifteen dollar tier gets you a whole lot more photos every month, so if you really want that very specific image for whatever you're working for. It's available for you in the $15 tier. We have new tiers launching uh, very soon. You'll probably know about it as early as next week. And uh, let's see here. Beyond that, thanks to Kim for taking show notes, even though she's not here tonight. Um, I look forward to hearing what uh, what she has to say about tonight's episode. And uh, let's see. Thanks to Float Away. Uh, thanks to Ginny and Colin for supporting this show and for making incredible float tanks that are super friendly and accessible for people. Uh, that, Like we have the Tranquility float tanks that has starlights in the ceiling, buttons to open and close the lid. And uh, it's a real favorite for a lot of people at the float shop. Uh, they also have just great customer service. I've been so happy with uh, how they've treated me over the years. And even recently as we've had some issues, it's been really wonderful. They're uh, incredibly responsive www.floataway.com is where you want to go to check them out and uh, tell them uh, tell them we sent you. Tell them hello from us. Thanks so much. As always, remember to create something with every breath you take. We'll see you next week. <laughs>